Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I am Eric and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1392, which was broadcast on January 27th, 2020. Um, so this episode uh, follows the Royal Rumble 2020, um, which was super awesome. Listen to my previous episode talking about that really quick. I probably should have spent like twice as long talking about all this stuff that was great and then i also completely forgot to talk about smackdown and 205 live which i have not done an episode about but now it's way too late so i'm just acknowledging that that episode does not exist in case you're wondering what the, what the heck you skipped you skipped 1066 and 163 of smackdown and 205 live i did watch them but it was more of a Actually, no, I didn't watch all of SmackDown. I kind of skipped around, uh, mostly to see the last segment, which I heard was pretty great. Um, and it, it, it was good, but, um, I imagine stuff when I heard that Bray Wyatt signed the contract in his own blood, I imagined something very different from what actually happened. And with the red lights, the blood doesn't, you can't see the blood because the blood ends up being the same color as the paper under the red light. So it wasn't that it didn't really look like he was in until you saw the blood on the paper after. Anyway, that's not the point. It was still pretty cool. And I did like that match at Royal, the Royal rumble. But anyway, uh, we also had two or five live matches. We had, uh, Leo rush versus somebody and somebody else versus somebody else. And then another one with, uh, I think it was Ari Davari versus, um, who did he fight? He fought uh, Tyler Breeze, and Tyler Breeze won, I think. Um, and yeah, it was interesting. Uh, we have a new NXT Championship belt. I, I'm here, or uh, sorry, a new Cruiserweight Championship belt, um, which, uh, of course, uh, if you've watched Worlds Collide, uh, now uh, has a home around the wrist, around the wrist, around the waist of jordan devlin um but that new belt uh it's a brand new belt it says it says nxt on it and it has a a black is black leather with uh purple highlights it's pretty cool i like it um and we'll see uh, what happens with all that they didn't i mean maybe they did make a big deal about it on commentary but they didn't uh, I didn't see like big news stories or anything like that. And they didn't present it like hidden or anything. They just, you know, just brought it out. Angel Garza was wearing it. Anyway, that's my very quick talk about last week's episode of SmackDown and 205 Live. And, oh, maybe they did present. No, because Angel Garza didn't arrive. Um, He didn't appear on 205 Live, I don't think. But um, anyway... Uh, let's talk here about, uh, this episode of Raw. We opened up with Drew McIntyre coming out. Uh, he, he cuts the chase. Um, it's not my style to draw things out or to be teased or anything like that. So I challenge Brock Lesnar and he also challenges whoever thinks that they can beat him, um, to a match and out come the OC minus AJ Styles, uh, Carla Anderson challenges Drew and Luke Gallows also challenges Drew and Drew says, I think I know what y'all are thinking. He doesn't say that. He does not say y'all. Um, 
let's hang you both can fight me right now let's get a referee out here so uh yeah we get a, a two-on-one handicap match between uh drew mcintyre face off against the oc and drew makes short work of them he piles them up gets the pinfall and then out comes brock lesnar and attacks drew mcintyre because he does not appreciate anything about brock it would seem if both challenging him for the championship at wrestlemania brock wanted a night off that that night obviously and then uh also not it is unpre- I, i'm sure he doesn't appreciate having been eliminated by drew mcintyre on um at, at the royal rumble um so with this episode uh Brock Lesnar has appeared on every episode of Raw so far this year. And I'm not sure if that was even the case last year. He had the championship, the Universal Championship last year, but I don't think he was really even on TV all that much. Well, maybe he was leading up to the Royal Rumble because he fought. Who did he fight that night? I think he fought. Um. Oh, who did he fight? He defended the championship again. I, I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, then we had Rey Mysterio versus the returning. I didn't mention this in the Royal Rumble episode. Um, MVP is back. Um, but Rey Mysterio defeated him. And we'll see what else MVP is up to next week. But he beat him with a 619 followed by a uh, springboard splash. So that was an, a nice ending there. Um, then we had Alistair Black versus some local guy, um, and uh, he he won, of course. And he says, I, I'm sick of waiting. I am the one who knocks. He doesn't say those words, but it would have been so awesome if he did. Um, he says, I'm, I'll bring the fight to you now. So now he's going to be the one challenging other people, and that's going to be pretty great. Then we had a tag team, champ- tag team championship match. Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, the new Raw Tag Team Champions, versus kevin owens and joe samoa joe <laughs> um how is that joe styles for some reason i didn't write just i just wrote joe anyway um before the match uh aop is confirmed to be in seth's private locker room right now and so kevin and joe are like cool then we don't have to look for them and the viking raiders attack them backstage so it looks like they might have a chance of beating uh, the Monday Night Messiah and his buddy disciple Murphy. Um, but Buddy gets a roll-up after Kevin Owens gets a strike by Seth and hits him with a stunner instead of Buddy Murphy. But if he had gone for the stunner on Buddy Murphy, then Seth would have attacked Kevin and it would have been the same. They would still be champions either way. So good, good move by Seth, I suppose. Yeah, uh, he did have to eat a stunner for that. Um, Becky, uh, she starts uh, her, her interview kind of somberly, but then she's, uh, uh, she says, I really am another, in another league. I'm the best. It's great. As of like that. So that was kind of a, a fun, a fun interview. Uh, she says, the next ass I beat, I'll want to instead of having to. Um, so that'll be interesting to see who's, who's, who's asses she's interested in. Um, Andrade faced Umberto Carrillo for the uh, United States Championship again, but uh, Umberto won via disqualification because Zelina broke up a pinfall, and that is not allowed. Um, and then Umberto, very, very angry about this, DDTs Andrade into the concrete, and Zelina is 
horrified. And now it is revealed that Andrade will not be on TV for 30 days because he's been suspended due to a uh, violation, a first violation of wellness policies. Um, lots of speculation about what that might have been. Who like is is Charlotte a bad influence? Maybe is she bad, Charlotte? Yeah, a little bit. But anyway, um, it's interesting that he did not lose the championship then. But hopefully, um, we'll have Zelina on screen a lot in the meantime, um, keeping this story going with Umberto and Ray and whoever else wants to challenge Zelina for the United States championship. That would be kind of funny if she if she was like, okay, he gave it to me, so I'm the U.S. champion right now. So let's do this. <coughs> but anyway, um, let's see. Charlotte comes out and brags about uh, how she's Charlotte, and she challenges – she said that she's going to challenge – for a championship she's so she's drawing it out she's not being forthright like drew mcintyre was uh asuka comes out and she's yay congratulations ha whatever if i was in the match i would have won and uh she, she and Kyrie attacks charlotte and we get uh asuka versus charlotte which ends in a disqualification when Kyrie hits the insane elbow on charlotte while she's doing a figure eight and uh Kyrie starts to get a little bit of uh retribution uh revenge for uh the mistreatment she's had at the hands of charlotte uh, particularly in the tlc match but um charlotte comes uh, comes out on top and we'll see what happens. Uh, we might see what happens a lot sooner than next Monday or even this Friday. We'll see. Um, Kelly Kelly is backstage uh, uh, t- talking to the Street Profits. And uh, Dawkins try- is trying to flirt. And ha- it comes up with all kinds of nicknames playing off of Doc. Like the Doc Knight and Doc Vader. And it's very strange, but it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, then we had Mojo Rawley, the 24-7 champion, uh, make his entrance with Riddick Moss, unexpected Riddimo. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, but he uh, reiterates that this is no longer a hide-and-seek champion. He uh, will accept challenges from anybody. He is not going to run away. Noeo Jose challenges him. Um, they have a match, and Mojo Rawley wins. But dressed as a cheeseburger, R-Truth rolls up Mojo Rawley to win the championship very temporarily um, because Mojo attacks him right back and wins the championship once again. So this is a a nice, uh, interesting, different spin on the 24-7 championship. Um, Instead of having people being chased around and all of that, it's um, a a little bit more focus a little bit less wacky there's still some wackiness into it but it like is wackiness that it is deflected by mojo raleigh's serious armor whatever any of that means i don't know uh then we have Liv morgan versus lana and Liv won after hitting a flatliner so that's awesome finally 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 Liv gets gets a win here she's she lost the last two matches or however many matches she's had so far since returning. Um, so, so this could be a, a real great tipping point. No, 
appearance by Lashley or Rusev at the Royal Rumble or on this night. So what's going on with them? What are they up to? Are they off together? Is could that could it be on purpose that this is happening? That it's all part of the story? I don't know. Um, then we had uh, Eric Rohn versus some guy. He won, of course. No real further development with the stuff, whatever's in his cage. He didn't even do the the bloody Iron Fist, Iron Claw. But then, the highlight of the episode, Edge made his return at the Royal Rumble the previous night, and now he's here to tell us what's going on. Um, the main thing uh, that I took away from this uh, promo was that whenever he asks what if, he works to make that what if go away. And then Randy Orton comes out, and, he, and Randy Orton asks, what if Rated RKO got back together? And there's yes chance everybody's going crazy, and Edge looks pretty happy about that, the idea of that. And Randy is the one who makes that what if disappear by hitting Edge with an RKO, kicking him. I think he kicked him a few times. I can't remember exactly who went got, got a chair. I think he hit him with a chair before he. Uh, maybe he didn't even kick him, but he he definitely got a chair, hit him with it, and then had his head like set up in the chair. He was going to jump off the, the, the post and like, you know, you know, basically kill him with a chair, but, uh, he sides against that and then comes back and sandwiches his, uh, uh, puts his head on top of a chair and then hits, hits it with another chair, smashing his head. And then he gets taken away to a medical facility, local medical facility and all of that. So here we go. Randy Orton versus Edge. When will this happen? Soon? Will will this is this the WrestleMania match or is this going to happen as as quickly as Super Showdown at, in February or whenever that show actually is going to happen? If it is a show, that's gonna, I don't know. Um, but I am excited. This is a great great. I mean, Randy. He's been a face since he came back came over to to Raw which I think was a mistake. It was a mistake to for him to be separated from um, the revival in the first place because they had a really good thing going there. But um, his, his... And it would have made so much sense if the revival also came to Raw, they could have... Three versus three on the, o, the OC versus um, FTRKO. It was, it was just just be perfect. But they didn't go with that. I don't know why. Uh, but uh, now, again, uh, things change. And uh, Randy is back on the on the, the side, on the dark side where he should have been all along, I think. And uh, we're going to get this feud in. That's pretty great. Um, oh, but this, the, the name of this episode um, is that Edge said that he, he wanted to come back home. And everybody chants, welcome home, welcome home, and all that. And I thought it was also kind of nice because I was also back home uh, to watch this episode. Because I was going to be in Texas, stay in Texas and drive to San Antonio to go to this uh, show in person. But instead, I decided to uh, come back home. And um, yeah, it was a, I think it was a uh, mostly a good decision. Yeah, it was a good decision. Because all this was just, a, it would have been cool to see some of this in person. 
but um, you know, there weren't any tight. Well, there were there were two title changes. But it was a twenty four seven championship, but um, yeah, I didn't I didn't mind that I was watching the TV version of this one. Um, it, it was a, it was a pretty solid episode. Um, things that were missing, uh, I don't know what what was missing from this episode. We had um, we had appearance by Becky. That was nice. Uh, we had um oscar in a it was a pretty they had a pretty long match it went across like uh three different segments um uh, with two at least two commercial breaks um charlotte versus oscar so that was really nice too um so i don't know I, I i don't feel like i was really missing all that much other than rusev um being around but uh yeah i'd say i, I was pretty satisfied with this episode um, and I'm looking forward to see what happens next. I mean, it helps a lot opening up with the winner of the Royal Rumble, and the winner of the Royal Rumble is awesome. Um, I think that helps a whole lot. And then closing the show with Edge is awesome. Like, yeah, great, great stuff throughout this episode. Um, so over, overall, satisfying. Okay, um, that's it. Let me know what you thought about this episode of Raw by tweeting. Oh, also, I need. Uh, I have to mention this. Um, last, I'm recording this right before NXT um, on Wednesday. Um, and last night on Tuesday, I went to see uh, Poppy in uh, at the Gothic Theater in Denver, and that was super fun. And um, uh, I'm going to go see her again. I'm planning on going to see her again in New Mexico. Um, I think it's in. I think is it in Santa? might be in santa fe um or another or closer to albuquerque it might be in i don't know i don't remember exactly where it is but it's somewhere down there um and i'm super excited for that so if if you have a chance to see poppy and you like her music um if you don't like her music then i don't recommend going to the concert because it's that's what the concert is um but if you dig do dig her music and her new album especially go to this go check her out the, the tickets aren't very expensive at least to the couple of shows that i am going to have went to and will go whatever um you know like 30 bucks maybe somewhere around there give or take 10 bucks so uh i recommend it check it check poppy out all right um that is it uh let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe to itunes spotify stitcher youtube wherever you like to listen stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses and i'll see you next time here on tiw podcast bye